What's good, crypto? I'm your host, Marvin, here to bring you the daily scoop on what's going on in crypto. Monday through Friday, we come here to educate ourselves when it comes to investing in crypto. So if that's something that you like, make sure to tune into the channel, comment, like, and subscribe, all that good stuff. And if you want to follow me on the socials, head over to Instagram or Twitter at Media by Marvin. I'm always on there commenting, liking, tweeting, all that good stuff, posting my daily life, and you guys can connect with me. I'm trying to become like an NFT artist too. So if you like my work, I'd love to get my artwork out there. I love doing photos of Boston, all that good stuff. Um, so that would really mean the world to me if you guys please could do that and show me some love there. So let's talk about what happened. So yesterday we see that after a boring day, Bitcoin was just hanging out at the $47,000 level, really wasn't doing much at all, holding it close and steady at 47,000 and closing there too, which is important. Now we're starting to see a rally for all of crypto, which is crazy and you can see it right here. Uh, But is this the bounce that we've been talking about? Is this the bounce that we're looking for? We're gonna talk about that in some interesting on-chain analysis, um, which I'll share with you guys. But let's take a look at the market cap. We're at 2.07, so that's up about 2% on the day, which is really, really good to see. Bitcoin at $48,150 right now, up about 2.4% on the day. Yesterday, we were at 47,000, a little bit below that. We were at like 46,700, 46,800. So to see a good rally uh, right now, uh, if we take a look down, we see some other altcoins moving a lot stronger. Ethereum up about three and a half percent. Cardano up 10.3%. Insane. Binance coin hasn't had a big pump since it pumped up a couple of days ago. It was up at $513, I believe. So, you know, I had a little bit of a retracement, but it's still moving forward. Uh, XRP up $1.15. I'm going to tell you guys something. I actually forgot <laughs> that I had another wallet uh, address with some Dogecoin in there. So what I did was uh, from my Dogecoin, you know, I had some good profits because I bought in wicked, wicked cheap there. I took some out there and I decided to diversify and add some XRP. Not a lot, just a very, very small bag of XRP just because like it's a it's a top 10 coin. I think like this is a very pumpable coin, especially with the large community. And I think that with the SEC lawsuit coming up in a couple of weeks or in the next month or so, I think this could really, really shape up and, you know, bring good profits. I personally am not a fan of the project, but I am a fan of making money. Um, if we look down, Solana actually hit an all time high last night. I think it was at about $82 or $83, but Solana crushing it. I think Solana and Cardano are about to freaking explode any second now. And if we continue to go down, Luna uh, had a little bit of a retracement of 15%. And if we continue to go down, we just see a, a decent amount of green today. Everything's starting to catch up just because uh, Bitcoin just decided to rally. So everything's starting to turn around. And in the last 24 hours, we see Arweave up almost 30%. Uh, again, Luna up a good amount. Um, Revain, I, I'm not very familiar with that project, but you know we see these uh, two heavy hitters, Cardano and Solana, up a significant amount in the last day. Yesterday, Solana was in the high 60s, like 66 or 67. I was so close to buying some, but I just I can't I can't buy more uh, just because I think it's so expensive right now. And since I got in at around 20 25 dollars. It's just, it doesn't make sense for me to buy more. So I'm, I'm putting in 
and nibbling more at Bitcoin and some other projects that I want to dollar cost average or develop positions in like XRP. But again, my XRP position and holding is very, very small. Um, and I'm fine with that uh, just because again, uh, the project doesn't speak out to me, but I know there's a huge community and I think that, you know, it's up there as a top 10 coin for a reason. And I know it's very, very pumpable. I, I've seen it pump up a significant amount, even from the beginning of this year. I know it still has a long way to go to its all time highs, but I think that with the energy of this bull run, if things go as parabolic as I'm thinking they could be, I think this will be freaking huge. Uh, just taking a look at some so before I jump into the charts normally I jump into the charts and look at the crypto fear and greed index Let's just take a look at the crypto fear and greed index just because I am curious to see where we're at 71 yesterday at 75 we're uh, down a few points uh, Nothing too crazy. I think the sentiment everyone's in this like awkward like is crypto gonna Go crazy or is this like a disbelief phase where like 50 was the top and now we're gonna go back down so I think that you know we're in this like awkward phase where it's like if bitcoin's able to rally and go over 50 51 000, everyone even the bears that are like no we're going back down or this is it that's where we start to see the gears start to switch and people are like oh you know there is a lot of gas left in the tank uh for bitcoin and crypto as a whole but before we jump into the charts i want to uh share this so will clement uh he's an inside analyst and does a lot of like chain analysis and something that um Brought, was brought to my attention that I looked at today that I want to share with you all. After some profit taken earlier this week, it appears that we're starting another bullish impulse. We need to monitor these flows over the next few days, but as of now, leaning bullish for the next one to two weeks. So this is supply shock ratio, basically telling us how much illiquidity there is in centralized exchanges, just in general. So, but what that essentially is telling us is how much Bitcoin is there actually out there? And if there's more demand than there's actual Bitcoin available, that's where we start to see a supply shock where price starts to skyrocket and things start to move in a bullish direction Direction just because there's more demand than there is supply, you know, supply and demand. If there's more supply and not enough demand, then pressure and price just falls. But if we uh, blow this up a little bit, as you can see, uh, as we start to see uptick, and the illiquid supply shock, you can see this in this blue. Uh, and if you're listening, just close your eyes. Um, you can see that any time that the illiquid supply shock ratio bumps up, which means that there's not a lot of supply of Bitcoin on exchanges, we start to see an uptick in price accordingly. And over the last couple of days and weeks, where we've kind of seen a lull in price action, like if you take a look at the charts and you can take a look at the volume, there isn't a lot of volume in the last couple of days, ever since we had that mega push from 29,000 up to about 41,000. And if you're uh, visually watching on YouTube, you can see that on July 26th, up until about August 2nd, we see a huge spike in the liquid supply shock. That's what caused this major, major rally. And then after that, we kind of go into a lull. People are not certain whether or not they want to purchase and buy into Bitcoin. So Bitcoin prices aren't essentially going to go up. Uh, they're just kind of on the sidelines waiting to jump in. And if you can see here over the last couple of weeks, this, this goes alongside with the lack of volume. There hasn't been a lot of volume and action going on in the markets just because everyone's uncertain on what the market is going to do. So the, the supply and demand kind of like chilled out for the last couple of weeks. And now what we're starting to see is an uptick in a liquid supply shock, meaning 
that as the shock talk <laughs> shock uh, a liquid shock supply shock ratio ticks up price is going to tick up and that's a part of the reason why i think we're starting to see uh some of this price action uh take place over too and also today is uh futures expirations so i think the max pain point was like 42 or forty-six thousand dollars, and then on the other side it was like fifty thousand. but that all ended today and typically when we see expirations uh for futures contracts there's a lot of supply uh pressure or uh, <laughs> a lot of price suppression um in the market and that's kind of like why i think that yesterday it was so boring yesterday was you know the bears are trying to push us down and the um bulls are like no we don't want to go down we don't want to go nowhere i'm staying where i want to stay you know what i'm saying so like if you take a look at yesterday's price action on the one hour chart we were literally just wicking down 46 well let's see 46 200 that's as low as we got i didn't realize that i didn't see that yesterday but uh, we wicked down a couple times into the high 4600s, but 46,000 uh, just in general is a very like active zone. You can see over the last couple of weeks and months uh, that we've just had a lot of price action in the $46,000 range. It was a large area of resistance for us to get over, and now we're flipping that into support. So what we're seeing is a lot of healthy price action in my opinion the fact that we we're able to turn forty six thousand dollars which we have never really tested as support previously in creating that support is telling me that you know we're staircasing our way up to higher price action or price points which is healthy we want to do it in a sense where we're going up testing support continuing to go up that way should you know bitcoin get rejected again from fifty thousand or fifty one thousand you know, instead of going to 46,000 or, you know, excuse me, uh, 42,000 that we know is a high area of support, um, we'll go down to 46,000. So we want that. And that's part of the reason why we kind of fell in May, because we never really had a chance to test new levels of support. We've kind of, we were just on this on ongoing rally from November up until May. So the fact that we are testing these areas of support is huge now in the short term what do i want to see uh right now we're you can still argue that we are in this descending channel we are going down ever since the 23rd of august when we hit 51,000, we've been going down what i would love to see is for us to create a new local high uh and that would be and if we could close over forty nine thousand three hundred and fifty the fact that we're at $48,400 right now is really, really good. That's speaking to me. Or $48,327, that is looking good. But we really want to continue to push forward and get over this $49,000 region. Um, because the last thing we want to do is create another lower high and continue going down. I mean, we can really continue to do that even down to the $46,000 range. Um, but I would love to avoid that. I would just love to see price go up personally. Um, and just taking a look at, you know, the days prior and just looking at the overall trends. And, I, and we've pointed this out earlier. You know, we see this formation where we have a great rally, have a couple of days of pullback. Then we continue the rally, a couple of days of pullback, rally, pullback, rally, pullback. Could this be the rally? I think that there there is strong reasoning to think so. 
I think the fact that Future's expirations are over, uh, which was a large uh, suppression for the for yesterday especially, and now that they're over, I think, you know, we may be clear to move into a solid rally. Clear this level, maybe today we don't hit 50,000, but maybe this weekend we could see a $50,000 region or a $50,000 um, Bitcoin. And once we're able to get over 50,000 and start to solidify that as new support, I think the sky is the limit for Bitcoin. Uh, and then, you know, we'll probably start heading into 50 to 55,000 uh, in the next week or so. But let me know what you think in the comments below. Do you think we are clear? Do you think this is the the rally that we've been looking for, or do you think this is just a relief rally? My gut is telling me that this may be uh, the lo new uh, local bottom, or new um, lower high, and we're gonna continue to rally upwards. But let me know, uh, I know a lot of people are asking for us to dip down to $42,000 uh, to test the 20 week SMA, the simple moving average, which is really healthy for the test of bull runs, but Rec Capital, someone that I follow, someone that I would totally recommend you checking out, you know, we rarely ever got a test of the 20 week uh, SMA, uh, the 20 SMA simple moving average during this mega rally. Do we want to see it? You know, it would be good, but we don't need to see it right now. At some point, we're probably going to touch it, but necessarily, do we have to see it right now? Not necessarily. I think Bitcoin is doing its thing i think like just overall take a look at the weekly man like we are doing so so good we've rallied so so far you know in the last one two three four five six weeks this small red candle is nothing and if we're able to actually turn uh this red candle uh of this week if we're able to turn that into a bullish candle woof the bears are screwed <laughs> really really screwed i think we're going to continue to move up once we're able to turn this area of like the 49,000 to 48,000 area uh into support and continue to move forward over 50 and 51,000 and claim those as areas of supports i think the next area of contention we're probably going to see is 57,000 to 56,000 just because there's there was so much price action there while we were in the midst of the bull run last time like we hovered there and this is on the weekly too uh, we spent a couple of weeks within that area. We made a lot of major wick downs into the 50,000s and $46,000 region. So uh, I think uh, where we close a lot and open the week between 56 and 57 is going to be the next area of contention after the $51,000 region, uh, in my humble opinion. Uh, but let me know what you think in the comments below. I'm really excited. It's good to see that the market is starting to like move in the, in the right direction. You know, sentiment changes just like that it's so fast it's insane um but we'll keep an eye on things again i would really like to see bitcoin over forty-nine thousand and close that either today or tomorrow it doesn't necessarily have to be today but you know if we're able to develop a large engulfing candle today which means like today's candle is larger than yesterday's if we're able to even get up there i think that is a very um bullish indicator uh but i would like to see us get over forty-nine thousand either today or tomorrow uh, Bitcoin could rally up even higher uh, Bitcoin does what Bitcoin wants and keep in mind these pullbacks have been in my opinion I'm still new in the crypto sphere and like you know I was there during the crash of this May like I was 
I was butthurt. It was really, really rough. But you know what? Diamond hands. Diamond hands. And DCing. These pullbacks are so, so tame, in my opinion. We've only had... The worst pullback was really towards the beginning of the run, which was at the end of July, going into August. We had a pullback from 42,000 down to about 37,000. That's about a 10 to 11% pullback. Um, but, you know, we've seen pullbacks, you know, if we go back into the real bull run, you know, we see pullbacks from 52,000 all the way down, or excuse me, 57 to 52, like 10%. In the course of the week, like on a weekly pullback, you know, we're talking about way more aggressive moves. Like we wicked up from, let's take a look. Um, yeah, like from 57,000 and wicking down all the way to 43,000. That's like a 25%, you know, retracement. Uh, and then on the daily, like they get very, very aggressive. So these, you know, four to eight percent pullbacks aren't really that bad so when in doubt zoom out you know it's always to have some good good perspective of an all and there's just so much good bullish news i'm sure maybe some of you guys have heard about um bitcoin adopting um let me just see bitcoin uh cuba looking to adopt bitcoin this is really really cool um, yesterday it was announced cuba will follow through uh on recognizing regulating cryptocurrencies for payments uh, in a central bank publication, the proposed resolution would create rules for uses of such currencies and establish ways to give licenses for crypto providers. So it's really, really cool to see the continuing adoption of Bitcoin in different areas, you know, with El Salvador adopting his legal tender in just a couple of weeks. Having Cuba adopt Bitcoin too is just like another, you know, hoorah, like it's just another check mark, like. We're going in the right direction, people. We we just are. It's impossible not to. It's hard not to be bullish when all these things are pointing in the right direction. Like you just see it unfolding, and it's insane. Like you're a part of history. You're you're seeing it happen. And with NFT crazes, like things are popping off in ways that we would never have imagined. Um, so it's super exciting to be a part of this. And I hope you guys continue to, to watch these episodes. Tune in, chime in, say hi, comment below, comment, like, and subscribe, and just reach out to me on socials. Uh, I'd love to connect with you all. But that's my video for today. Overall, things are looking good. I'm really excited. And, um, you know, I think we're, we're all starting the weekend off on the right foot. You know, again, we've seen these trends before where we have a couple days of pullbacks and then some explosive moves. Um, and if we're going to continue the pattern that we've seen over the last month, I think we're about to witness some major pumpage. Other than that, have a great day, everyone. See you guys either on well definitely on monday but if we see any crazy price action this weekend and we get over 50 or fifty-one thousand dollars, maybe i'll make a video because i'm sure all the crypto space will be going wild have a good day everyone peace